Separated by Cosmic Cabinets, Brandon Paul and Logan are broadcasting Nintendo stuff live using their telepathic powers. My name is Brandon Miracle, broadcasting live from the Breakroom Arcade. If you look south of me in the video version, you'll see Paul Anderson broadcasting from my basement. <laughs> and if you look to the right of me in the video version, you'll see Logan Welliver still unclear what to do with his life. My life is an emotional turmoil! I'm both happy and very sad and very excited and very angry all at once. Wow. I feel all of that. And you'll find out why in a second. Well, mostly the happiest. Well, you're not going to find out why in a second, but. So, for those of you in the Nintendo would know that there was a Nintendo Direct just a couple hours ago. This is the Direct that we were supposed to have uh, the prior week, but was delayed due to the massive earthquake in Hokkaido, Japan. Also, hi, I'm back. Yeah, you're alive! Yeah. Welcome back! I've been gone for a while. Um, as far as I know, I should be back from from here on out. We'll see about that. Um, if not, I, I'm going to send a strongly worded email. You should. To some people? <laughs> Uh, so, we're just gonna go and throw it right in. We usually do Nintendo stuff on Fridays, but obviously we have the Nintendo Direct today. It just makes most, the most sense for us to do it now. We Quick. didn't want to make you guys wait a whole day to hear us tell you all about this. Right. Uh, before we get into that, I do have something I want to show. I got this in the mail earlier this week. I got the, the tip from Brian Altano's Twitter that, uh, he knows a guy who does some canvas art of old video game classics and i ordered one i got this shot of super mario world it's the scene that plays when you go to a ghost house um i get a little closer you can see he painted mario and yoshi because yoshi doesn't go into ghost houses and he really captured the detail of the game really well uh definitely check out his store i'm plugging uh, he also sent me this, laminated, just in the package Ooh. to go with it, which I thought was nice. Got a little note on the back to come with it. So oh, that's really nice. Is the other one, like, uh, a print, or is that an original? It's a print. The uh, canvas okay. version would have been much more expensive. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, and then Paul brought me the snazzy t-shirt that you see right here so i'm officially yeah. a member of my own show um <laughs> <laughs> on top of that this also arrived in paul's mailbox Oof. so that's going down at some point i'm actually i'm more excited than i should be to play this game we are playing imagine party babies we're gonna do that for you guys uh, don't know how it's going to turn out, but it should be a good time. <laughs> but with all of that out of the way, uh, one more quick reminder. If you live in the Chicago area and plan on joining or showing up for the Best Buy Super Smash Brothers Ultimate event on Saturday, uh, we will be there. At least Paul and I will be there um, representing the Break from Arcade, having a good time, standing in line. Uh, if you see us, make sure to say hi. We'd definitely like to meet you guys. We know a couple of you are going to be out there, and we're really excited. You will see me because... comfy shoes. You'll know Paul and I when you see us because we'll be wearing our shirts. We'll be the most purple people there. Very purple. Um, 
yeah, uh, we plan on being there earlier. So if you're there earlier, you'll probably catch us. Hopefully we can get a chance to play. Line. So, you know, all that. Goaty Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, all right, so that brings us to the Nintendo Direct. Um, what an opener. They just kind of threw out Luigi's Mansion 3 right at the start. Yeah, I was Mr. Like Ignorant. Like, I saw that, and initially, initially I was like, oh, okay, we're talking about the 3DS stuff. Oh, they're talking about Luigi's Mansion for the 3DS. Uh, and there was something in my mind that clicked, and I was like, this doesn't look as... This doesn't look 3DS. Why doesn't it look 3DS? <laughs> because that is I was, not uh, a 3DS I, game. I had paused it to catch or slow and be so far ahead of Logan. And then for whatever reason, it didn't like stop and then like start back at that point. It just skipped. And so when it came back, it was just the, the title. So I saw was Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> and so I missed all of the uh, any footage they showed before that. I'm like, so they're putting this on 3DS, right? Because of course they would. Now Nintendo Nintendo Switch is getting Luigi's Mansion three in two thousand nineteen. Uh, I think that's pretty exciting. Something mm-hmm. I was anticipating, not necessarily in this direct, because Luigi shows up in the the same brand new Poltergust that is in the Super Smash Brothers Simon Belmont trailer. And uh, I remember there not being a lot of buzz about the the Poltergust in particular. But you know, I was shouting out in the echo cham- chamber, being like, "Guys, that's a new Poltergust." Is there a new Luigi's Mansion? And here we are a month later, and they're like, hey, it's a new Luigi's Mansion, and there's the Poltergust. Now people are listening. You called right. it. Yeah. There are a couple also, people out there talking about it, but not a lot. Also, I mean, adding adding to that, like, Dark Moon on the 3DS sold over 5 million units. Yeah, that's so, a lot. Yeah. A, a sequel, and very, you know, relatively quickly, uh, as opposed to uh, the distance between the original luigi's mansion and the second luigi's mansion um yeah everything the the universe has a line and we're getting luigi's mansion 3 and we're getting hd luigi's mansion one of many 2019 switch games might i add uh the number is growing quite a bit 2019 might beat out 2017 right now in terms of sheer volume there's a certain title that definitely solidifies that statement for me. And we'll talk <laughs> about that Brothers. a little bit later. Uh, next up, they went into some 3DS. It was a nice, quick, short presentation for 3DS. We got Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn, which is a port of Kirby's Epic Yarn from Nintendo More Wii. ports. Port, port, port. I ports. think that, I think we're going to get remakes and ports from here on out. I mean, you have the Switch, which is your portable home console. And then you have your 3DS, which is your portable port machine. Well, we talked about 3DS getting another remake, and, well, we nailed it, because Kirby's yeah. Extra Epic Yarn is on the way. Uh, I, I wouldn't f- have been the, my guess of the game, but, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see it there, I guess. I was getting a phone call during Extra Epic Yarn, so I didn't hear what the extra part of the Extra Epic Yarn was. You know, I can't recall it either, because I was just so disinterested. <laughs> Uh, and I, I mean, I've, I've said this on the show and on, on other videos before that I just, I don't care about the 3DS anymore. Like, I understand why Nintendo's supporting it and why they're trickling out, like, a few titles here and there to get people to buy all the ones that are still on the store shelves. Uh, and then, obviously, they keep 
making new versions of it, uh, obviously with the uh, the clamshell 2DS uh, design, uh, you know, a few months ago. Um, so I understand it, but I'm like, again, and I had I had Kirby's Epic Yarn on the Wii, and honestly, for me, it got really old really quick. Uh, and maybe that's just because of the really easy going and casual gameplay, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I remember right, you can't die in that game. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> Sandman but, says I mean, new mini games, power ups, and some other stuff. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right for a lot of these uh, ports, is there's just, there's a little, here's new power ups. Uh, here's some some new visual stuff. Uh, we're gonna add Poochie. They didn't add Poochie, but that's the idea, right? All I'm really like thankful for here is that they didn't announce anything like new and like truly engaging for the 3DS. Yeah, you know, if you want to throw Kirby's Epic Yarn on there, you know, more power to you. I probably won't buy it, um, but it doesn't hurt me by having it there. If they did yeah. like Luigi's Mansion three on the 3DS, I'd be very upset. Very I also upset. feel like at some point the 3DS will like officially just be dead and then they'll port all of these ports to the Switch. It's okay, <laughs> though, because it is already dead in here. Yeah, it's still selling. There's still a market for it, hence why they're still doing these. Uh, but they're obviously not dedicating a ton of resources. They're more like... Here's a bunch of people who own 3DSs, and most of the people who own 3DSs never played these games because they came out when these people were too young, and these are solid titles, and they'll run well in the 3DS, so let's just keep giving them reasons to to buy games. And obviously, if you don't own a 3DS, uh, it's got a great back catalog, you know? So there's there's plenty of reasons to own a 3DS if you don't already own a 3DS. Yeah, no, I think we're in good shape so far um, mm. as far as 3DS is concerned. I think it's just going to continue to be these types of experiences that aren't, like, must-buys, but just good filler material to, you know, drive sales forward a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, I think that's just going to be the way it is. Like, I mean, with our next game, Mario & Luigi 3, Bowser's Inside Story, uh, they talked a little bit more about that remake, gave us a little more insight into the Bowser's Minions extra side mode. Um I mean, it is what it is. Not super interested in that aspect as much as I am just the remake in general. Because Mario and Luigi 3, in my opinion, is the best in the series. So if you like those games, this is the one to buy. Um, But, you know, that is what it is. We didn't learn a ton about that. What we did Mm -hmm. learn is that the Luigi's Mansion remake on 3DS will feature a co-op mode, uh, which I thought was a neat addition. Definitely. Again, phone call during the segment so i didn't get to hear specifically about the co-op but it you looks like all the important things looks like you you're have like to as part of it man yeah you're just, like, just downhill from there i guess so <laughs> yeah you'll need to have both have the game to do the co-op okay i read that on uh, screen i knew that much right uh but you can it, you can there's still there's download play but it's only for the boss rush and you just play as a green luigi like a greener luigi just a green ghost luigi i thought it was a ghost Pretty luigi much. from yeah what an interesting touch oh so, hey you're fighting all these ghosts and then you can play as one too yeah so the added co-op multiplayer the 
just the added value, you know, I, I think it's enough uh, to, to justify like a purchase because I've never played through Luigi's Mansion. So unless I find a copy for uh, my GameCube, uh, you know, this might be a decent alternative, but I'm going to be completely just... honest. Um, buy the GameCube version. I am not super impressed with the 3DS version so far. Um, in terms yeah. of graphical fidelity, obviously there's a drop that I don't appreciate. Um, right. And then uh, the analog triggers, which isn't important to Luigi's Mansion, was an added touch. And then uh, the controls will probably be a little bit better on mm-hmm. GameCube. That said, like if you've never played Luigi's Mansion, this is a good way, good way to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not the way I will prefer to play it, personally. Uh. And that was it for 3DS, I think. Was there anything else Thank after the expansion? Nope. There was just those things. That brings it's like us five minutes. Yeah, really short time. And then the it direct. was sandwiched by Switch stuff too. Mm-hmm. It was like it was made less significant by the fact that they were like, "Here's Luigi's Mansion 3." But I understand why they did that. They wanted to throw people off because we were all anticipating that they would talk about Luigi's Mansion remake on the 3DS. But then they were like, "Oh." Here's Luigi's Mansion 3, guys. And we're like, thanks, Nintendo. Uh, That brings us right into Nintendo Switch, and they open things up with the Splatoon 2 version 4 uh, update trailer. Yeah, more content. Which was an anime intro parody, by the way, if you didn't catch that. I got that feeling. (laughs) It even ends with, like, the sponsor's sponsors of the show written in splatoon 2 language at the end which i thought was cute um, yeah and they didn't even give a lot of information they were just they kind of threw us to um they did point us to the squid research lab for more information right which is what i was literally just about to say um which is understandable and i just brought that up um but it also doesn't it doesn't sound like there's a ton there's like a bunch of new uh, gear. Really? Which, this looks uh, like one of the biggest updates for Splatoon 2 to me. In terms of just sheer know. content. Well, I guess I guess I didn't see how much content... I, I know they had, like... New gear, uh, new special attacks, new subs. That's the first time we've gotten new ones since launch, except for the bubbler, I think. Right. I guess I just... I haven't looked it up yet. Um, I don't... What is... What's the... What's the 10 times battle? What's the 100 times battle? They did not explain what Turf War times 100 is. Uh, That'll be fun to find and, out. And I'm, I'm looking for it here. There's some people saying it could be 50 versus 50. Some people saying it's a battle royale. I don't think Splatoon on Switch uh, these is ready matches. to handle that. Okay. Here we yeah. go. Um... In addition to the above, 10 times battle will be added in both divisions. These are rare matches. This is coming right from the Squid Lab. Uh, these rare, these are rare matches that will occur if you are lucky. And if you win, your contribution points will be multiplied by 10. And believe it or not, there's a rumor that a super rare 100 times battle will occur. If your friend wins a 10 times battle or if somebody wins a 100 times battle, teams may appear on the big screen uh, in Inkopolis Square. Also, if you are in the oh, lobby or during matchmaking, such information will pop up on the screen, like newsflash team nicknames. So it doesn't even sound like anything changes. It's just like a rare thing that comes up, and then it you sounds get... like your contribution to Splatfests is more important. Yeah, and it sounds like it's exclusive to Splatfest. 
Okay. So this isn't as exciting as it made it out to be. Everyone's like, oh, Battle Royale, but that's, like, not even close. That's still cool. Yeah, yeah, it is still cool. Especially if you get 10 times or 100 times the experience points and money. I'll take it. Shoot. I, I, I don't. It. I don't think that's it. I don't think it gives you more experience points. It just adds to the contribution to you know your actual. At the very least, team. it makes your battle during a splat fest feel really significant, which I think is important. I think they're trying to maybe. Out <laughs> yeah, I don't. All the people that like haven't pick done it. <laughs> the one team that always loses us. Well, if your team wins, you're like, oh, I just contributed a hundred wins to my team with one match. So we just yeah. need to win that one match, guys, and then we're we'll make up for all of our losses. <laughs> I want to know what the I want to know what the point is. Like, is it uh, like a balancing thing? You know, that's just what I'm saying. I think it's a balancing thing. It might show up on uh, the team that has. Well, I don't know if it would show up on the for the. Well, actually, I really don't know the circumstances we'll in which that would show up. Yeah, I I don't really have a lot to say about I don't this think there has to like, be a I point was... necessarily i think it's just cool it yeah it's just an added feature and i don't think it's terribly special i i'm i'm actually You're much more interested special. in um the spirit bomb did you guys see this the spirit bomb i did that was the very end of the trailer um that was that was uh yeah the new subs and special weapons i think there was like a hand thing. grenade that you shake before you throw it which i thought was cool yeah, yeah, and then the the new stage, uh, and and I just again the splat bomb, not the splat bomb, the uh, the spirit bomb. <laughs> it was like just so like oh, okay, the spirit splat. Um, and also, I it should note that like all of this is to be continued. There's a graphic here; it just says to be continued. So who knows? We're maybe we're gonna get more subs and more specials. And obviously, they announced you know earlier that. Um, you know, they're continuing to support Splatoon 2, uh, and that's what this is, and we're still getting more. Moogles in the chat says, this is definitely balancing. Most popular teams continue to lose. And I was going yep. to say that, but it doesn't matter, because if the popular team loses the match, that's just 100 wins that went to the other team anyway. Yeah. Then it means that their loss is even more spectacular. But I guess you could say that <laughs> there is a higher likelihood that the more popular team would have more chances to win these. And so, like, if it, it's not like, oh, we won five and we lost five. If you win five, like, of the hundred, and then, you know, the sixth one or something like that is the other team, then that is a much larger difference. And maybe... Uh, and a lot of the times, like the the win totals are really close, like they're point two percent apart, and so maybe that that can make the difference. Yeah. Um, that said, with every single one of those matches, it's still a fifty fifty shot, at least in terms of hey, this team can win or the other team could win. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's also new gear, uh, which comes with every update and a new line of weapons that, uh, from what I understand, are just, like, new deco versions of pre-existing weapons. So I think they're calling them Kensa. That's the new brand name. Yeah. Um, so you might get a new version dark. of your favorite weapon. Assuming... Yeah, I like... These will probably have the new sub and special combos. Right. That's my guess. Duelies. 
I need more. <laughs> I love Splatoon 2. Uh, then they quickly talked about Mega Man 11. Um, demo for that is already out. This is presumably one of the things that they would have revealed in the Direct. Uh, they announced... Well, they didn't announce, but they talked about the Amiibo functionality, um, which seemed pretty limited, just like all Amiibo uh, functionality. Yeah. So, not much to talk about there. Uh, they announced some updates for Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, Birdo, Shy Guy, Paratroopa, and PD Piranha are all in the way. They are adding updates until next June. Um, I'm glad that they gave us a date for how long we're getting support. Um, mm-hmm. But the cool thing is that they are bringing in online co-op missions. Uh, apparently, they will be limited time co-op missions, so I'm assuming that there will be a variety. And when you win them, you can get like outfits or alt skins for your characters, which is pretty cool, in my opinion. <laughs> The chain chomp with the hat was just too much. So good. I love it. <laughs> I want I thought, a chain uh, chomp with like a grill. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought Boo with the golf cap was and the tennis cap was particularly adorable. Adrian is saying, I doubt that there will be another Smash Direct before release. Uh, I think there will 100% be another Smash Direct before release. They still have a handful of major things they haven't revealed yet that need to be addressed there's another direct like spirits it would be like a week or two before launch so yeah or, or paul you're missing the most important reveal waluigi in smash monster hunter the last direct will be before review copies go out because sakurai yeah, we'll wants pretty all much characters know everything about this game before it comes out maybe yeah. minus a, a few minor things but uh next up capcom beat up bundle Final Fight, The King of Dragons, Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fate, Armored Warriors, Battle Circuit are all coming with four-player online play on September 18th. So I honestly thought at first that these were all going to be like individual titles on the eShop. Um, I don't know if it being a bundle makes it more appealing to me or not. But it does for me. It's cool. I have no personal history with any of these games, but... Uh, Now's the time. I'm sure if you're up, growing up in the arcade era and you played a lot of these, this is a good bundle. Okay, I'll say this. I'm a huge fan of just, like, 16-bit style beat-em-ups. Like, this specific style of beat-em-up. And I, I remember playing, um, like, on the <laughs> SNES back in the day playing like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and just having a blast. Um, so I don't, again, I, I don't have a history with any of these games necessarily, uh, but maybe that's the point. It's like, okay, do you guys like beat em ups? Well, here's a bunch of them to play, you know? And so I think this package is just, it's meant for those people who like beat em ups. Do you and, feel targeted? <laughs> I, I feel very targeted. I feel very targeted, and thank thank God. And um, their marketing's and the, on point. And the fact that it's online, so if I can convince like some friends to buy this on Switch as well, <clears throat> um, then <laughs> I'd love to play this. It'd be great. And then it's like up to four players, you know. And local 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 play is also great. I'd love to just you know pop it in or download it because I'll probably download. I don't think there's a, a physical thing. Um, I'll, and this is just, this comes out the same day as online, so I'll get my online subscription. And Here's then your big I'll... online game, everybody. <laughs> Capcom beat them up. This, and That's I'll the get... one. Oh, and then okay, uh, like I'm moving soon, and I'm gonna have two new roommates, and 
I hope there are fans of beat 'em ups because this will be this will be a lot of fun to play with roommates. Uh, moving on, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is coming to Nintendo Switch, uh, January eleventh. Uh, it features all the levels from the original plus Super Luigi U, and, and funky mode and new new funky Toadette mode. Uh, Peachette. <laughs> What in the world is a peach at? <laughs> What's the purpose other than when like Toadette, oh, please? When Toadette gets a, a gold now. crown, she turns into Peachette, which is just Princess Peach in a new dress. <laughs> I'm so confused. They, could, they couldn't have just added Peach as a character. That would have been the they smart to, way to do it. The, but... Peach is essentially in the game. The, her move set is in the game now. They but added Peach isn't an actual character. They just added two characters and made them the same one. It's it it it's ridiculous. I mean, despite Peach that, Jetson Echo character. <laughs> despite that, I think I'm still going to pick this up and play it. As much as I'm confused by it, it's a great you know what this game. This means now. This means if Nintendo does not include Peachette as an alternative skin for Peach, they're failing. <laughs> In Smash. In Smash. I should clarify, but you guys understood that. Moogle says, is Peach a Toad? Well, her name is Princess Toadstool. That makes me wonder about all the other Toads and what happens when they get the Super Crown. I was saying that before the show. Does that mean Toad just becomes Mario? I wonder if it becomes something even better than that. Okay, can we get off of that for a second? Because I just want to say how excited I am to finally be able to play this game. And then also just have 2D Mario on my Switch. I've been talking about, hey, where's new Super Mario Bros. U on our Switch? Where's the port? We all knew it was coming, but now that it's here. And also, what a snazzy logo. (laughs) What a very, very snazzy logo. It is pretty nice looking. Yeah. It also falls in line with the the deluxe titling um, from previous Wii U to Switch games, but also... Super Mario Brothers Deluxe on Game Boy Color. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's the first time we've gone back to that name, and it's being released on a portable, so kind of cool. Yeah. This is this is great. Give it to me. January 11th couldn't come soon enough. Only downside for me is I was really pulling for them to add online. I was like, they could do it here. That'd be great. Uh, but they didn't. Seems like they didn't pull the trigger. So that's why would they want us to play online? Why would they want to give us an incentive to buy their online service? You know, that's crazy. <sighs> uh, moving along, we got uh, Katamari Damacy reroll, HD yes. remaster of the original game. Yes. So this was trademarked. Um... I did not talk to you, Siri. <laughs> Okay, Katamari Damacy uh, was uh, a game that was originally released on the PS2. Uh, I've always wanted to play this game, and I've never gotten the chance. Because I remember finding it and discovering it, like, I want to say maybe in college, and just Mm -hmm. being like, this looks incredible! It looks like the kind of zany that I want to play. And so when... um, it was revealed that they trademarked it. I'm like, ooh, it sounds like we're getting a remaster. Uh, and the fact that it's coming to Switch is even better. 
winter of 2018 does that mean it's coming out in december or does that also include uh january and february that's what i was thinking because obviously it's not exactly clear cut but that's what i imagine uh this is something uh this is a no-brainer for for logan logan is going to pick this up yeah i'll probably pick this game up too it's one i've also always wanted to play i love the idea behind it things really funny (laughs) it's got a a great style behind it um a lot of fans in the chat for katamari so yeah good legacy behind that one i can't believe it's in smash (laughs) (laughs) and uh welcome to the sticking point of the nintendo direct this uh segment they did on nintendo switch online where they effectively told us Nothing. Those <laughs> <laughs> everything, and they didn't even mention the fact that cloud saves won't be available for every game, which seems like a really important like caveat, you know? Because they didn't like, want to shoot themselves in the foot by saying that in the presentation. Well, I mean, they yeah, people have said about it before it's even available. That's the way so, to do it. Way to go, Nintendo. We finally get a sequel to that adorable parental controls trailer with Bowser and Bowser Junior. And it has to be about something that I was very upset about. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think I think time will tell. I'm going to pay for it because one, it's not that expensive, especially for twenty bucks for a year, and then thirty five bucks for up to eight people in a family group, <laughs> which makes it a whole lot cheaper. Uh, yeah. So it's not it's not that expensive. Uh, the NES library is going to grow, and so that $20 will seem a little bit more like, oh, that's a no-brainer, especially if you're into uh, NES games. Uh, hopefully the special offers, if you buy a lot of games, will offset that $20, so eventually it'll just pay for itself. Um, so I don't think, I think the value is there. But I think we all just want more. Yes, right? the value I, is there, and I think you're right. I and mean, people are t- focusing way too much on the things that are wrong. Uh, we were at a point where we didn't have cloud saves before, so I'm just happy to be getting them at all at this point. Yeah. Um, like if I if they wanted sixty dollars a year for this, then it would be unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at twenty dollars a year. Uh, I just hope that they continue working on it, and if they raise the price year after year as they add more things, because Nintendo's still getting their feet wet, right? They're still trying to figure these things out, and it seems weird that they haven't, uh, but this is the reality we're dealing with. Nintendo still doesn't know what they're doing, uh, and so a lower price point, doing less at the start, I think is probably best for Nintendo. Really, the only thing we learned new is that the NES library is a confirmed thing to continue growing. Um, yeah. I don't think they explicitly stated what those other 10 NES games are, but I think they were just in the video and they didn't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I also don't think it's terribly important. Like, you could announce any number of NES games and people would still shrug. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they made no mention of going beyond NES, going to SNES or N64. Um, but 
One as day, much hopefully. as we complain, we're going to pay for this anyway because I want to play Smash we, Online. I was going to yeah. say I still want to keep I want to keep playing Splatoon. Well, that too. too. I've, I've paid for that, man. I got to keep playing online. That's the that's the real reason they delayed it. It's like nobody's going to pay for online if we don't have Smash. <laughs> uh, and Smash better be server based online. It better be server based online. I think there's like a solid fourteen percent chance that we're getting server based for Smash. Oh, is is online for Smash gonna suck? Probably. I mean, it wasn't wasn't that bad on Wii U, but you really couldn't play with randos with more than two people. Right, but that's what I want to do. I mean, that's the. I mean, I don't personally, but like, I I want the freedom to do it. No, I totally agree. Like. It should be fully capable of handling it. Mm. Um, but I fully anticipate I'm going to buy an Ethernet adapter for my Switch just to make sure that the game runs well. Yeah, uh, I'm that said, on... they haven't talked about online for Smash, so who knows? They're working yeah. with Bandai Namco, which in my opinion has a pretty good track record with their online services. I don't know if they're having any touching points or if they're working on that at all with Nintendo outside of just the game engine. Who knows? Yeah. Hopefully there's a silver lining. Hopefully we get something from Nintendo. Throw us a bone at, at the very least for something like Smash Bros. Uh, Moogles in the chat says it will not be server based. I can guarantee it. I know. I would be right, shocked but... if it was. <laughs> I just don't uh, see that happening. Uh, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> they also announced NES controller Joy-Cons, which was cute. Yes. 60 bucks. You play every game with them. I'm going to use two D-pads to navigate what? every 3D game world from now on. I love, how, why else would you play? I love how dumb it looked when they put them, like, locked them into the Switch. It was so funny looking. Well, I think, oh, okay, so I figured dumb. it out, right? I figured out, I mean, it's not just, it's not there so you can play with your switch with two no. NES controllers on it. It's for charging. Yeah. So uh, I mean you could make, you could just give it a plug, like a normal company. We don't have but a the cord. fact that they went out of their way to make it slide onto the dock so that I, you could uh I charge d- it that way. I dig that it's wireless. I think it's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. like put a little USB C on the side so you can plug in using your adapter and then Oh yeah, that would be nice to have. Um <laughs> That would have been the normal way to do it, but I like their approach better because it's dumb. And I, I, I <laughs> love it. I because love how dumb, dumb it is. <laughs> I think uh, it's a nice option. I think it's a nice option to have these NES controllers, uh, even though I don't anticipate spending $60 on a pair. That said, the pricing isn't terrible, but it's also not right. great. Because um, it's an NES controller. There's like... Four inputs, five inputs. (laughs) You got your D-pad, start, select, and A and B. Uh, And they're still rectangular and will still hurt your hands. Oof. (laughs) Google's in the chat says, fighting games use peer-to-peer to to begin with. Just going back to that for a second. And he also says, I want the NES Joy-Cons attached to my Switch forever. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (sighs) So let's let's move away from Nintendo Switch Online. We're going to let that simmer for a while. We're going to breathe. We'll come back to this later. We're going to wait till Sakurai comes back and tells us all the good word. You know, he's going to be the one to to save us. Um, That said, here's something I'm really happy about, even though they didn't tell us anything new. uh, But Pokemon Let's Go, 
I love every time I get to see this game because it's adorable. I get to pet my Pikachu and rub his hair until it changes styles, which is a which is amazing. That's the cutest thing, right? I think that's the biggest draw. Obviously, this game is a remake of Yellow, uh, and you they just give extra care to like, okay, here's your main Pokemon, and you can love on them in even more ways. And I'm like, this is adorable. It's like and- focused Pokemon and me, but you only get to do it with one Pokemon. But, right. like, they make it a lot more fun and engaging. To, well, um, it makes you attach to that starter just that much more, which I think is it's a special bond, the first Pokemon you get to choose. Yeah. Right. I mean, hence hence the branding of these games, right? It's not Pokemon Yellow. It's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So you know exactly what you're getting into. Let's go, um, little buddy. And I feel sorry for everybody who's just going to go with Pikachu just because Pikachu is one of the most popular Pokemon because Eevee is objectively better. I'm going with Pikachu because I love Pikachu. So <laughs> I'm going with Eevee because my Twitter poll said. <laughs> and if I get one of these games, I will go with Eevee. I am uh, one Eevee's out one of, of my four favorites. people getting Pikachu edition. So I, you're going to have to come to me for all the trades you want <laughs> Uh, a couple of things we talked about is the secret techniques, which are the official replacement for HMs in the context of Pokemon Let's Go. Only your Pikachu or Eevee can learn these moves. They assume that Pokemon's always going to be with you, so that just makes sense. I'm pretty cool with that. I think that's uh, pretty neat. They can yeah, also... also, it doesn't sound like they're going to be taking up any uh, slots for your uh, Pokemon's move, which is also really great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, On top of that, I don't remember if they talked about it in the direct necessarily, but they announced some secret moves that the Pokemon can use. There will be a little icon above the fight button. You'll see your Pokemon with the Joy-Con shaking it back and forth to indicate, hey, if you want to use the secret technique, shake your Joy-Con. For Pikachu, I think it's like Splishy Splash. Or no, there's an electric attack it can use. I forget the name of and uh, Eevee also has an attack like that. But it's they you can only use it when you're given the indication that it's available. You can also use them when that Pokemon is not currently on the field. And instead of okay. doing the attack itself, it will uh, do some kind of like stat boost or benefit to the Pokemon currently out in the battle for you. And I think that's pretty cool. Helping out his little homie, I dig that. Yeah, yeah this game is very, very much geared towards a... M- even more casual audience. Hence I feel targeted. The Let's Go branding and the interaction <laughs> with uh, Pokemon Let's Go, uh, which is okay, considering we're getting like a true. Uh, they again, it's it's a mainline Pokemon game, not a core Pokemon game, uh, and the branding is is very sp- specific about that. You know, I mean, I'm going to treat this like a new Pokemon game. Pokemon oh, Yellow no, absolutely. is my first. It is. It's a Pokemon game. But in the terms in terms of like is this gen what are, what generation are we? In? Are this is going to be gen generation eight is on the way. Okay. This so this one? isn't necessarily gen 8, you know. This is like a stopgap between generations. Yeah. And I think that's pretty good. Um I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what they're going to do next year. They're going to release Pokemon Gen 8 next year in a, in a year full of incredible first-party Nintendo titles. 
Next year is stacked. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. <laughs> We're going to talk about I'm, that a little later. I'm going to go to the bank tomorrow, and I'm going to take out a very large loan. The Nintendo. Uh, I can afford all these games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're also they also brought up the Switch bundles, which I think are adorable. Um, the Pikachu and Eevee plus the Pikachu and Eevee, col- Eevee colored Joy Cons, which I think are fantastic. I love. Yeah, that. we finally get some like really visually appealing and unique uh, Switch, you know, bundles. This is the very first special edition. <laughs> so this yeah, is a landmark. Yeah, bundles like. Might come with like different colored Joy Cons, specifically the Splatoon bundle, but uh, actual designs, you know, on yeah. the console itself and on the dock. Like, mm-hmm. where was this? I mean, I kind of, in that way, I feel like, oh man, I wish I would have like waited to buy a Switch, but in I Japan, don't wish that. Because... I believe they say that they're selling them all separately too, including the dock. So you could just buy the dock with the special designs on it. Nice. Very, very good move. I don't know if I'd buy that dock. Hmm. There's another one that you might be interested in, but we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, Yep, so I'm still excited for Pokemon Let's Go. I saw it on Twitter, but there was a screenshot of um, the game corner in Celadon City, you know, where you get your your Eevee in the original games. Yeah. and in the very like far left corner, you can just see the backside of Jesse and James sitting at a machine, uh, oh my God. playing the games. So it it it's occurred to me that Jesse and James will actually be as recurring as they are in the anime. <laughs> That's amazing. If you I just like that. run into them doing dumb things on their own outside of wanting to beat you, uh, I I will be into that. This game's oh, yeah. gonna sell so well. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's definitely catering. To, to me as a fan and mm-hmm. then not catering to people as fans. It's very weird. Like, as a fan of the anime, I feel very targeted. Um, but there are a lot of people who are not excited about this game at all. That said, Diablo 3 still coming to Switch. Details some Amiibo support, which uh, is really okay, I guess. Spawn some enemies where you can get some goodies. Really just seems like cheating, personally. Drops November 2nd will cost a full $60. Online multiplayer. Yay. Online multiplayer. And Ganondorf. Tell switch online. Oh, yeah. It's got the Ganondorf outfit that you can that you can get, which I think is cool. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, we got Super Mario Party. They uh, did not talk a ton about this. They did detail a few things. They talked about a soundstage mode. Did not really even tell us what it's about. <laughs> they went into River Survival, which we learned about during... Uh... When did we learn about that? That wasn't at E3 this year. That was no. Else. There was uh, there was an upload that they did. They just uploaded uh, the treehouse, like playing, like it was like an hour long video or something like that. It was that. during a UK event that they revealed it there and then uploaded yeah. it for uh, North American audiences. Right, and I watched that whole thing. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I think it's um, cool. They they went into Toad's rec room a little bit. Uh, the multi switch kind of tabletop game mode where you can range them in cool ways and do some stuff. They're still only showing the one mini game from that, but if they call it Toad's Rec Room, I'm assuming there will be more than just that. Yeah, that'd be the hope. Uh, I 
I'll say this. Like, obviously, this is the most exciting Mario Party in years, right? Yeah, I'm a, I am plan uh, on buying this for once. <laughs> yeah, I, this is, I think this might end up being the next game uh, that I buy, unless I'm forgetting anything else that comes out before then. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm, I'm moving, and I'll have two roommates again, uh, and so this will be, that just adds value. Oh, that's a and, great great way to break in super mario party yeah uh on top of that they detailed a challenge road which is something that the original three mario party games had like a little mini game island thing where you go along and you play mini game challenges i like that i because i used to love that when i was a kid so i'm glad that's coming back mm. um they talked about the online mario thon mode mario thon i guess where you play mini games with people <laughs> online i don't really care yeah. at all because I can't play my boards online. That's what I want to do. Right. I might, I'm probably going to play it at least, uh, but it's not going to last nearly as long as just playing boards would have. Like, there would have been yeah. streams all the time of us playing Mario Party boards. That said, I still, still plan on doing some streams of that just in person. So look forward to that. Uh, and then here was an announcement I wasn't expecting. A new RPG from Game Freak called town. oh man this I... game looks so amazing yeah what a surprise We've seen so little of it it's adorable it's game my face lit up this moment i saw it i was like this i don't even know you don't have to tell me anything else about this so... game you can tell me game freak you tell me that it's an rpg and then you show me how adorable it is i was so i was like take exactly. my money take my money i'm poor as heck and I, and sometimes I wonder if I'll be able to eat from week to week. But man, take my money. Why would you need to eat if you have if you have this game? We should why talk about the concept though. It's that the whole story takes place in this one town, um, and then monsters come and attack, and your villagers or your villagers is it weird to say that um, can <laughs> aid you in different ways, and like you have to team up and and prepare for these battles and save the town. I love the the whole concept behind this. Yeah. Town is the working title. Well, I want it just to be Town because I think that's great. What is Town, town an acronym for? Tower oh. only we know. Oh no, we now. It's gonna be like Steam, codenamed Steam. Can we talk about like how great like the animations for the characters were? I was really impressed with how this game looked. It, it's yeah. very stylized. I don't. I mean, you've seen. I've seen games that are very cutesy like it and very like chibi and like ooh, we got our heads are a little too round and stuff like that but this round. this is very it's very distinct and i like it yeah. a lot i am um, i'm gonna keep my eyes on this game and i'm not the kind of guy that usually goes for for rpgs because you know it's not really my thing that that said like, rpgs are all i've been playing for the last like two weeks um <laughs> so yeah excited for that that's another 2019 game to look out for uh the next game I don't remember if this was previously announced or not, but nope. it was a it was it a was neat not. surprise. City Skylines is out now, with all the DLC included on Nintendo not, Switch. Not all the DLC, not all the DLC. Uh, it has After Dark, uh, which includes After a day night cycle as opposed. No, it already had a day night cycle, but it adds more like night activities and stuff like that, and then Snowfall, uh, which adds more weather and a few other things. Sounds like uh, Sims packs. Yeah. Well, they are, but the game also launched at $30, uh, so it wasn't a full $60 title. 
Um, and I imagine it's probably $30 on the Switch as well, but I also have it looked up. You got to pay uh, that Switch I'm tax. A huge fan. I'm a huge fan of this. Um, I have City Skyline on my PC, and I definitely feel like I should play it more. But again, I have so many things going on. Um, so, so you I need like, your Switch. Yeah, put it on my Switch. So and you need to it's buy a, it's a again. Player game. So you can't play it. So you don't play it again. You know. Right. <laughs> but you know, if I can play it like anywhere, you know, again, that's just it adds a lot of value. Now I want to look up to see if it costs the thirty dollars or unless they repriced it for. Uh, or Switch, or console, I should say. So yeah, there's a great variety of games available on Switch and that are coming out for Switch. I think that was uh, further proven by today's announcements. Um, but while Logan's looking that up, we'll move into the next game, which was Damon X Machina, which was announced during E3 to very little fanfare because they didn't really talk about it in the context of the Direct, but they did in the Treehouse. Um, I was really interested in this game um in the direct this time just like yeah you haul enemy weapons back to your base and then you can use them or like use them in your mech i I like the way that the combat looks like i feel like i would enjoy playing this Mm -hmm. particular game Uh, you can exit your vehicles during battle which doesn't really seem to have a purpose but i just love that can you die right that would um, be my question. Can you die I'll when you're just running around as a little human on the right. field? <laughs> I'll say this. One, uh, City Skylines on the Switch is going to be $40, which isn't unreasonable. Uh, and two, concerning Damon X Machni, Mach, Machina, I Machni. think just from a standpoint of... I like the idea of there being that separation between your actual character and the fact that you're piloting a mech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if it's just that, which I don't anticipate, I anticipate there being some gameplay elements where you need to get out and you need to maybe access some points that you can't uh, as your mech, you know, or make sense. Or collect certain items, you know. Um, so there's probably utility in it, but it also just adds a little bit more of like a, a separation saying, because I, I think it's so much cooler to think that like, okay, I'm a little dude in a mech and not just a, um, not just a mech. For example, uh, the mech warrior games, or there was one on the Xbox called mech assault. Right. And if you, uh, if your mech was destroyed, uh, you came out as a little person you couldn't do anything and i think eventually you would just die or you just respond um but i thought that was important just for the presentation um which again i i think is important when you have this thing where like oh i'm piloting something you want to know that like i'm a little little person inside of it i I guess i have the same feeling about like Star Fox. Uh, which is why I like something like Star Fox Assault so much because you do have the uh, the mode where you're like I'm actual these actual characters and I'm not just them in the ship, you know. It, uh, it reminded me of uh, Kirby Air Ride City Trial Mode where your air ride machine could be destroyed and then you'd have to walk around as Kirby and go find another one. Um, yeah. The only utility for that was just to find another air ride machine, but you could still just jump off your air ride machine if you wanted to. So imagine yeah. if you could steal enemy mechs. 
if that was part of the utility of it. Maybe it is. Maybe like you can oh, just cool. or jump in your friend's mech in multiplayer. <laughs> See, the cool thing would be is if they made it so you could get out of your mechs and actually just fist fight the other pilot. <laughs> Uh, we should, I would love that. We should uh, keep going a little bit. Actually, Chaos Control said, you being able to leave your mech reminds me of Star Fox Assault's multiplayer. So, yes, you and Logan are on the same page there. Yep. Uh, the, let's see. They talked about – let me see if I can find it. Uh, you can enhance your human abilities, which will have effects on your actual mech, which I thought was cool. I like the idea behind that. Um, as you say, Logan, so that, it, 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 there's London, that separation, uh, but there's also that – that unified approach, like how I change mm-hmm. myself affects how my mech is going to operate in the field. Right. Um, and then the four-player online multiplayer was probably the selling point for me. I was like, I'm already pretty close. I really like the way this looks. You tell me there's online, I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Now, I, I like this game just because I love the idea of mech, mechs and stuff like that. This I feels like, the like, idea of, like yeah. piloting... This feels like, like the large. mech game I've always wanted. This is anime. Yes, it is. <laughs> Reminds me of Evangelion a lot, which is a good thing. Oh, I can go Gurren, but... I mean, they're both mech. One's happy. <laughs> right, Evangelion's very happy. Um, so moving on to an actual happy game, we got Yoshi's Crafted World, which doesn't look that much different than when they showed us the game the first time i think a lot of people were expecting it to look a lot different because of the big delay i was not one of those people and no. here we are and it looks like the, the game i saw the first time though we i we did get to see more examples of like the perspective and how it flips around and, and i really liked that they, i they like, think that they kind active, of like visual um just visual activity um and then playing with the fact that it's all crafted and like you turn it around and all of a sudden those clouds are like attached to straws and taped on the back and they kind of uh pitched the game specifically with the flipping mechanic the first time and they've kind of walked away from that i think as the focus of the game's gameplay um so now it's a feature and not the game right which i think is the right approach personally um i like that this isn't just like a basic yoshi platformer there's some cool stuff going on here they play with 3d a little bit um because there's been a lot of nintendo 2d platformers in the last 10 years and i'm getting tired of them so remember when there was just they stopped making 2d platformers during the 3d era they were like ah 2d's old we don't need that anymore i was very excited about new super mario brothers on ds they're like, oh, we get 2D platformers back. And then, like, everybody's like, oh, wait, why did we ever stop making those? Everyone was obsessed with 3D and new tech. Well, Sometimes it didn't work out. <laughs> Sonic. Uh, one of the most exciting things in the Direct for me, um, they talked about Asmodi Digital bringing full adaptations of tabletop games to Switch. That's yes! awesome. Uh, they, yes! We knew that Carcassonne was coming. Um, but we didn't know about Lord of the Rings, the living card game, Pandemic, Catan, a dungeon crawler version of Munchkin. There's some cool games coming to Switch. I'm very excited for it. I love, I love, I love, I love Carcassonne. Uh, it's not in my room right now. 
but they don't love several it, years ago, actually during college, <laughs> sleep with uh, it? as as a gift that I asked for, I got a big box Carcassonne, which came with the base game and then five expansions. I love that game. I've been playing it for years. Uh, Catan is also one of my all-time favorite uh, board games, uh, and these are just great. These are great games to bring to the Switch. <laughs> There was one game they showed. It was Pandemic, and uh, at first I thought it was Risk, not Risk. I thought it was Risk. What is the game? I play it with Josiah. Uh, The name escapes me right now. It's a tactical game. People were comparing Mario Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle to it. What is the name of that series? I don't know. What did you say, Paul? Zocom. Yes, XCOM. Jesus. Oh. Yes, it. Uh, I thought it was going to be the XCOM board game, which I love. And I was like, yep, buying that. And then it wasn't. But I'll probably buy Pandemic anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that just, like, escaped my mind. It was gone. I'm like, well, that's never coming <laughs> back. Uh, Moogle says, Asmodee is very hit or miss with the quality of their games. Um, well... We'll see how that turns out when it comes to Yeah, let's hope the good ones are good. (laughs) I hope the good ones are good. (laughs) And he also said XCOM. Thank you. Uh, Civ 6, four-player local multiplayer, November 16th. Wasn't expecting the local multiplayer at all. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't have, because they have local on PC. (laughs) I don't know why you would have it on PC. Uh, Because it's always been there. And because why would you not? And they did like the hot seat thing, right? Oh, see, that's uh, why like I wouldn't the... think it would be there. Right. Um, so you just, you you trade off. I think that's great. I I think Civ 6 is great. I haven't played as much Civ 6 as I would have liked. Uh, I've, you know, played plenty of um, Civ 5. <laughs> I'm like over 200 hours in Civ 5. Uh, but having this on my Switch, again, it's just... There's some times where I'm like, I don't really... I sit down at my, my PC and I play certain games. I play GTA V. I play these really, really pretty games. Uh, I play games that are only available on PC. Um, I don't know. I think... But Civ Six, like, I haven't gotten around to. And so having this on my my Switch is like, oh! Um, yeah, definitely yeah. a good announcement. Good fall game. Just throw that in there towards the end of the year. Maybe it's like, you know, just having your Switch and then being able to like, okay, I did my turn. And then just giving your Switch to the the person like right there. Maybe you're just somewhere. I don't know. Maybe you're going to make car trips. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Glad to see that coming to the Nintendo Switch. A lot of like these RTS style or like top down management based games coming to Switch, which I think is cool. Um. Next game, Starlink Battle for Atlas. Uh, they revealed Wolf's look in the game. A lot of people are saying they revealed Wolf at all, which is just not true because they've been talking about Wolf since they revealed Star Fox. Because uh, that is Fox's goal, is to find Wolf, because apparently Wolf did some bad stuff. There will be exclusive what? missions oh, in no. the game for Fox and company. Um which I assume will be them taking down Wolf. We don't know why Wolf is in Atlas at all, so that'll be pretty interesting. Uh, I'm very 
very excited for this game, which I was never expecting. And uh, yeah. it turns out I'm excited for the actual game and not just the fact that Fox and company are in it. There's... It looks like a solid, solid space game. I was convinced when Andre at Game Explain said that he wanted to play more. That's how I knew. I was like, hmm, this this Maybe might be a good game. Maybe there's something to it. I still don't, like... Is there anything else that I should know other than the fact that, like, okay, the gameplay looks nice? It's a single-player you know? adventure. Sink your teeth into it. I think it's there's... Star Fox. I can't remember Buy if they it. said there were six planets or nine planets, um, but they're, like, completely developed and designed. Right. It's not like... But they're big. Um, like, No Man's Sky, where it's like, okay, here's the, you know, a template, and then we just kind of, you know, copy that template over you know, an entire planet. Yeah, but it's all seamless like No Man's Sky. You can jump to space. You can fly down to a planet. Uh, I really like that, especially with the context of Star Fox on top of it. This feels like what a Star Fox game should have become, you know, post-2005. And maybe maybe this will inspire Nintendo. Maybe this will they'll see this and they'll see like, oh wait, why didn't we think about this before? And then maybe in a few years uh we'll we'll get a, a really stellar Star Fox game. I imagine that's kind of what sparked this collaboration um in the first place. They saw the potential for what Star Fox could be and they're like, let's attach Star Fox to this and see how people respond. Um, Seems like it's pretty good so far. Well, the fact that Ubisoft is not... They're making a Toys to Life game, which has a negative connotation to it for for the majority of people. But what they're doing is different. They're making a good game first and then selling you toys. But also, you don't have to have the toys. Yeah, you can buy them digitally, which is great. And when you buy a physical toy, you get a digital version of the toy on your system that lasts for a week so that you can play multiplayer. But when you scan it again, apparently the week will re- will renew. Oh, okay. So essentially you get two versions of every one physical item you buy, which uh, as far as I know, they cost the same digitally and physically. So technically you're getting more <laughs> if you buy it physically. Right. Uh, so I, I really like where this is going. Uh, even Moogles in the chat yeah. says Starlink looks actually good, even ignoring the Star Fox <laughs> portions. So I know, Paul, you pre-ordered it too, right? Yep. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think I think Paul and I are going to have some good things to say when this comes out. I'm very excited to see what it, uh, what it ends up being. Um, that said, uh, this I'll call this part the great RPG segment. <laughs> there is like one game in here, or like a set of games in here that aren't RPG, but boy, there are a lot of them. Uh, the World Ends With You Final Remix borrowing its naming scheme from Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I'm excited for that. It's a great game on DS that I never got to play. And uh, there's a new story chapter that takes place after the end of the plot. And if I remember right, I've heard people say the game ends on a cliffhanger. So this might be that resolution, finally. Uh, Also, it'll be great to play it in HD. And I think they redid all the music, too. Okay. Uh, also, I'll, I'll tie this in really quick. Uh, I started Dream Drop Distance yesterday, and in the first world, uh, which is Traverse Town, Neku, the main character of The World Ends With You, is the character you meet there, along with some of his friends. So, The World Ends With You at a crossover with Kingdom Hearts, 
and uh, I got to play it kind of around the right time where I'll get to go back then and play and the world ends invested. with you. And now you're invested. Yeah, now I'm ready. I'm going to go play the world ends with you when that comes out. I have no context for this game other than the fact that it was released on the DS and a lot of people like it. I know there's some kind of world-bending event where people have expiration dates that constantly count down on their hands or something. That's all I know. But uh, the, the name makes sense under that context. Uh, on top of that, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torn of the Golden Country, takes place 500 years before the main story. It is available September 21st. However, if you bought the expansion pass, it'll be available tomorrow for you. So that's awesome. Uh, also, The World Ends With You has a co-op mode for two people to play at the same time, according to, to oh. Moogles. So another incentive to buy that Good. game. Yeah, And this is about where um, my internet crapped out for a few minutes. And so I didn't even see a lot of this information. Thankfully, this was a lot of smaller information, except um, all the Final Fantasy stuff. Oof. So uh, they gave us a sizzle reel for games coming out soon that have come out or coming out in 2019. Uh, we got Warframe, which is coming out. It's a free FPS game like Destiny is how I've heard it. Yes. Not it. Or is it's it not an FPS? Oh, okay. Well, it's a shooter, and it just at all. But yeah. that's coming to Switch. What's your negativity, Logan? Well, I'm just clarifying. <laughs> I played Warframe. It plays very, very, very well. And it's free to play too. I think. Yes, free to play. Uh, just Dance 2019, because of course, FIFA 19, <laughs> Team yes. Sonic Racing, which people seem to not care about at all. NBA 2K19, NBA Playgrounds 2, Lego DC Super Villains. So, just a lot of that. Yeah, the two things I am most interested in uh, from these are NBA Playgrounds 2, uh, because I'm a big fan of the smaller, more zany uh, basketball uh, games, and then Team Sonic Racing. I like I like what I've seen of Team Sonic Racing. For me, it's probably and, uh, Warframe and Team Sonic Racing. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, yeah, Warframe definitely. Like, I I'd, I'd play Warframe. I'd I'd at least give it a try. I mean, there's no reason not to if it's yeah. free to play. Uh, and then here is the great dump of Final Fantasy, something <laughs> that John at Game Explained predicted, and I just don't know how. But boy, did Carefully. he predict this! Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. We knew about that. Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. We knew about that. We knew about that. World of Final Fantasy Maxima coming November 6th. That was new. Final Fantasy 12: The Zodiac Age coming out next year. Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 9, Final <laughs> Fantasy 10, 10 2, all in 2019. That's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 Final Fantasy games coming. But you you didn't even mention Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> oh, I glossed over that. Yes, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon too. Is that like is that just a mystery, mystery yeah. dungeon? Is that a mystery dungeon game with Chocobo? I think that's its own series, so it might be. Uh, oh. Moogles in the chat. Rip Final Fantasy thirteen or eight. Excuse me. <laughs> that was the cutoff point. Apparently, uh, from what I understand, these are more of the celebrated Final Fantasy games. <laughs> I don't know what that says about eight, but I'm glad Final Fantasy VII is coming. I hear about that game all the time, and I've never gotten to so play it. I can finally are we just play getting it. In, in an in its original form? It's an HD remaster of the original game, I believe. Okay, I'm I'm okay That's with that. I've never played it. Game. 
Yeah, and that's the one. Like when I when I think of Final Fantasy, I think of Final Fantasy VII, even though I've never played it, because that's the Final Fantasy game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the first Final Fantasy game not on a Nintendo system, and it's finally coming to a Nintendo console after all this time. <laughs> Cloud is a Nintendo character confirmed. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this so, holds over until the actual remake never happens. Like Nintendo didn't have any of these Final Fantasy games, from what I recall. So this was a big, this is a big deal. Like Square Enix and Nintendo, I think they finally shook hands. Do you know and Smash anybody? <laughs> uh, speaking Please. of Smash, uh, they've officially revealed the Smash bundle that leaked like two weeks ago. I want to say. I didn't even know that leaked. <laughs> oh, it leaked. All right. Um, fun. People thought it was fake until the Splatoon bundle or the Let's Go bundle was announced because the artwork was the same on the side of the box in the end. But uh, you'll get a a Switch dock that has the original eight Smash characters on it, which I think is really cool. And then a really ugly set of Joy-Cons. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just going to throw that out there. I think it looks fine. It'll uh, match your special edition Pro Controller. It's also ugly. Between uh, both of these bundles, between the Smash bundle and the Let's Go uh, Pikachu Eevee bundle, um, Nintendo is going to murder the holiday season. They have stacked their holiday game. <laughs> Oof. When they were like, uh, yeah, we're going to sell 20 million in the next fiscal year, and I was like, what are you doing? That's insane! You can't make predictions like that and then just like, wait till holiday twenty eight. They haven't they don't you guys don't understand. Like that's that's lowballing it. <laughs> that bundle comes out November second, comes with Super Smash Brothers as a download. I'm assuming the download won't be available until December seventh. Because otherwise I'm gonna have to go buy another. You know, it'll be like a pre order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's cool. But uh, that wasn't the end of the direct because there was one more thing. Uh, turns out maybe Always. a little bit no. more than one more thing. Yeah. I mean, he framed things. it as one more thing because they're essentially one thing. Right. Uh, we got a new character announcement trailer for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate being Isabel. Monster Hunter! Uh, Shut up, Paul! <laughs> Isabel. Let me have it! Isabel has been a character I've seen in polls and a lot of people have been asking for her. And uh, the general assumption amongst the public was that she was going to be an Echo Fighter. But Isabel is a newcomer. She has an original move set, borrowing some moves from Villager, but not very many. She has a fishing pole. She can fish you out of the water. That's That's like the first thing you mentioned to me after all, after you're like, all of it. You're like, she's got a fishing pole. I'm so... (laughs) Let me tell you, like, I love fishing in video games specifically i loved fishing in animal crossing i loved fishing in twilight princess and uh ocarina of time like if if you give me an open world video game or like an adventure video game and you throw some fishing in there i'm in like it's just something i'm gonna do i don't know i just like doing it uh so the fact that isabelle's got a fishing pole in her moveset 10 out of 10 new main sorry ike you're out the door So what do you guys think of Isabel? I, I personally thought this was unexpected. Um, context my, of it was unexpected. Yes, not my guess for which character would be revealed today, but still a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel too surprising, like in retrospect. But I, I can't, 
I don't know. In the I, full context of the one last thing, this is the only way they could have done it. Yeah. But for her to be a newcomer yes. is still, like, we never thought that would happen. But it did. Yeah. And I'm happy about it. I'm very We're happy the best that Isabel is there. And, and they, you got your amiibo ready to go, right? Yeah. Except I don't have Isabel. Oh. But so I got... Ready to go. Close enough. <laughs> Can we talk about the presentation of that trailer, though? It was so good. And no one died. Everyone lived. It was like... The whole time I was watching it, I'm like, which is it? Is it Smash? Uh, or is it a new I, Animal Cross? Can Smash I make a... Can I, can I make a correction? Uh, because somebody did die, but it wasn't until until the final announcement. And that person who died was me. <laughs> I died. Well, I'm glad you Smash found Deep Raven. We'll get to back. that in a second. Um, I do want to talk about just like the presentation of the trailer really quick. I think it was adorable. It perfectly captured what people love about Isabel is that she's a hard worker. She mm-hmm. cares about doing her best. And she, re- she received a letter from Pete. Everything was in text boxes. It was like watching someone play Animal Crossing, uh, just like in the context of the game, which I thought was fantastic. And then as she soon got as an actual invite to Smash. She pulls out that letter and there, she's like, <laughs> they want me in Smash? And she's surprised by it. I love that, though. That means that everybody actually gets a little letter in the mail. Yeah, and, being mm-hmm. and more Animal Confirmed. Crossing is never a bad thing. It's actually, sorry, it's always a good thing. Well, uh, I mean, think about it. Like, Animal Crossing didn't get character representation in Smash Brothers until Smash Four, and right, Animal Crossing's right. been around since the Nintendo sixty four. That's really wow. late. <laughs> that is really late. So I think Sakurai did a good deed by uh, giving giving Animal Crossing a second rep. Um, in Smash Ultimate, as a yeah. newcomer of all things, so good stuff. But they and, missed the real Animal, villain of the franchise. Yeah, and Animal Crossing um, is just a huge franchise. It really is. Like, I think New Leaf sold over twelve million. So did Wild World uh, on the 3DS and DS, respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, handhelds are huge in Japan. So I can't imagine that Isabel Isabel's probably. I can imagine that there's a lot of um, a lot of Japanese players who are very happy about this announcement. Uh, she's pretty is... popular here too. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just Sakurai once again giving people characters they want. Uh, Crafty in the chat says, "Wait, how did they get Snake's address to get him a letter? <laughs> they just called him in a codec call. That's all it was." Yeah, I mean, you watched the brawl trailer, right? That's that's actually what happened. I mean, you just you send the letter to Otacon, and he does the rest. Well, Colonel did it the first time, but Otacon probably did it the second time because the voice of the Colonel is no longer with us, and uh, sounds like Konami, Kojima, and such have no plans of ever reintroducing the Colonel ever again, as out of respect for the voice actor's life. And I'm talking about the Japanese voice actor, not the uh, American mm-hmm. one. Um, Sucks for the American voice actor because he just lost his job. <laughs> yes. A, hey, that that gigs on and off anyway. He, he had other work. In the Brawl trailer, he was voiced by the guy who voices the grandpa in Ben 10. That's all I remember. 
but they made sure to tell us to stay all the way to the end of the Nintendo Direct because there was one more thing, actually. Uh, we get a video of Tom Nook sitting in his computer watching the Nintendo Direct along with us. Struggling and then to turn Diablo his light happens. On. Yeah, Diablo happens again. You know, got to make sure to tease Diablo. Uh, <laughs> he turns his lamp on, and then he turns to the viewer, and he just talks about how happy he is for Villager and Isabel being in Super Smash Brothers. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm happy for my friends, but I got to make sure they have a great home to come home to. And then it just zips to another screen. Animal Crossing 2019. Animal Crossing 2019. <laughs> It's finally coming! It's finally here, guys! We don't have to worry anymore. Everything's gonna be okay because Animal Crossing's coming to the Switch and I'm so happy about it. I think it coming out in 2019 was a given, but it's nice to finally know. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy. And like Paul said earlier, they uh, they framed the presentation of this announcement really well. You know, this is... The order that they did. It had this to. is how we anticipated like every reveal would be <laughs> like at E3. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. Yeah. And finally it it happened. It happened here. Um like I would have expected Ridley and Dark Samus to be announced alongside Metroid Prime 4, but the game's just not far along enough for that. I can't wait to see HDKK. <laughs> And HD Isabel. Well, I guess we already saw HD Isabel and HD Tom Nook on Pocket I... Camp. Actually, they're in HD on Pocket Camp. That doesn't count. <laughs> they're in HD. So dis- I could have said Amiibo Festival. He looks so disgusted Stop. when you I said, said that. the better game. Stop. I actually like exist. Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp's all right, but it's not. It's not. It's not. Not, now it ties not in supposed with to be. your main series game. The thing oh, they told us like go. three years ago or whatever. So uh how the game finally came. They they didn't show us any kind of gameplay or anything at all, but it is slated for twenty nineteen and I believe it will come out in uh the summer. Because New Leaf came out in July of twenty thirteen. And uh it just makes sense that they would stick to that time period. I wouldn't want to start Animal Crossing for the first time in the middle of winter. You know, because the season affects your no. game, too. Yeah. So, start me in summer. That just makes the most sense. Uh, Yeah, so Animal Crossing finally got announced. They announced two, well, I'd say one major first-party game, and then a, a second pretty good first-party game being Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, so they had two pretty big announcements in here, uh, just j- directly from Nintendo, which is more than I was expecting. <laughs> Also, like, suddenly 2019 is looking to be a great year. Yeah, let's take a d- deeper look at that. We've got Yoshi, Fire Emblem, Metroid Prime 4, uh, Animal Crossing 2019. Jesus, there's more. Luigi's Mansion was 2019, right? Luigi's Mansion. And then from there, you can dive into all these third parties. You have all those Final Fantasies. Uh, Pokemon. <laughs> That's already six uh, months out of 12 that they've got filled in for first-party games. And uh, that's not counting games we don't know about yet. And there was one game I left out because I wasn't sure if it would come out next year, but that was Pikmin 4, a game that is still supposedly close to being done two years after Miyamoto said that. <laughs> and I believe him. I believe that game's being made. 
And they clarified that it wasn't Hey Pikmin, so it's coming. That's at least okay seven first-party games coming out next year, assuming Metroid Prime makes the cut and that, you know, Pikmin comes at all. <laughs> Still, like, 2019, they have already surpassed 2018 in terms of, you know, quantity and quality of releases, I think. I would agree. 2018 yeah. is relatively dry. Like, all year we've been waiting for them to tell us about all the games that are coming out this year, and it's just never really happened. <laughs> That said, Super Mario Party, let's go hey, or let's go hey, you Pikachu. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee and Smash Ultimate are games I look Those forward to. Those are the only games I need. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Dream Drop's reminding me of Bayonetta 3, which is also likely to be 2019. So mm. what's that? We're at eight games now? That's yeah. A, that's a stacked year for first-party releases. Yeah. So if you didn't like 2018, I think you're going to like 2019 just fine. Remember Star Fox Grand Prix, that game that supposedly exists? They still, if that Hopefully. if it's real, they haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. I'm still hoping. Also, we're reason. essentially going to be starting out 2019 with Smash. Yeah, when you really think about it, we are. And if that game gets DLC, which I'm currently of the opinion that it will not, you can fight me about that. Um if it does get DLC, you know, that's going to carry us for, you know, six or seven months. with. If it gets content. DLC, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't need it. Yeah. yeah, And then it's just the fact that it's Smash and we're going to play that game indefinitely. Like, yeah, here we are four years later play, still playing Smash 4. Here we are, you know, what is it now, like 17 years later still playing Melee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that game is going to last a long time. I still play Mario Kart. And Splatoon 2. Yep. yep. Heck yeah, man. I have too many hours in Splatoon 2. Well, too many is, is relative. I don't have the most, but I have quite a bit. <laughs> uh, so that pretty much covers it for this Nintendo Direct. Uh, what do you guys think of it? Logan, give me a grade. <sighs> this is a pretty easy 10 for Logan. <laughs> That's 10 for you? literally just because he cried it's a 10 i cried brandon <laughs> i mean did you see you see did i you saw see the reaction. reaction you might have the most bombastic reaction on the internet i i want animal crossing and that's all i wanted that's all i've wanted ever since the switch launched i was like when are they gonna announce animal crossing when are they gonna announce animal crossing and they finally did it and now it's coming and I can't wait until 2019 comes and I can play Animal Crossing for my Switch. <laughs> uh, so send it's a solid 10 for you. What do we got from you, Paul? Well, I'm going to switch up the grading scale and just give it a B. It was, it's above average. Okay. I'm not. I have don't. I don't have a positive experience with Animal Crossing yet because I've only played, like, the worst one in the series. City Folk? And so I'm I'm excited to try this one out, um, but I still don't have, like, that hype for it quite on your level. And so, B. <laughs> so in your case, it's the excite you're excited about the prospect of being someone who enjoys I'm excited about a lot of the... I'm excited by a lot of prospects here. Yeah. But there's nothing in particular that's, like, do all end all for me. Nothing that got me quite as hyped as when they announced Smash earlier this year. So I was pretty pretty into this direct because they announced a lot of things that I am into. 
Like, Luigi's Mansion 3 was a fantastic way to start out a show for me because I love Luigi's Mansion 1. I like Luigi's Mansion 2. Uh, it seems like Next Level's working on 3, so I hope that I like it more than I like Dark Moon. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, the Splatoon 2 updates look great. I'm excited about Katamari, Super Mario Party, Yoshi, City Skylines, Damon X Machina, the Asmodee tabletop games, Starlink, The World Ends With You. You're uh, right, B+. Several of the Final Fantasy games I'm interested <laughs> in, including Crystal Chronicles, which I've already teamed up with Josiah and company to play. Uh, Good. And then Isabel in Smash I was excited for, and then obviously topping it off with uh, Animal Crossing was a big selling point for me. Yeah. And I should say, Animal Crossing wasn't the only thing I was excited for, obviously. I know um, when you go back and you look at this list of games, there's some great stacked. stuff. Yeah. It's stacked. This was That's a great a good direct. list. Yeah. Um, I, I loved just hearing that new Super Mario Bros. used Deluxe is a thing. Oh, yeah. I'm probably uh, going to buy that. Yeah. Uh, Katamari Damacy uh, Reroll was huge for me. Um, City Skylines was pretty big. Damon X Machina. Uh, the Asmodee digital stuff. Um, yeah, this was just... Wow, I can't afford this a great this. Direct. I know, I know. My wallet is screaming, and that's how but you I feel like that's, that's the problem that anybody would want. It's like, oh, I can't afford everything I want for this There's system. There's too many good games! It's a different experience, you know, than being a Wii U owner back Oof. when that was a thing. There's no good game. Yeah, and you remember when Nintendo, at the start of the Switch, they were like, we are not going to have any droughts. And so far, I think they've lived up to that statement. Yeah, I don't think we've we have not. Twenty seventeen. I mean, there have been has times where spots. it's been a little bit slower in twenty eighteen. Uh, but we still, excuse me. Yeah, well, we still have gotten things consistently: smaller titles, more ports, and all that good stuff. Okay, they have third-party support. I think they legitimately have third-party support. Yeah, definitely. It seems. I mean, we don't get every game. When's but we the get last time you could say ton. that and confidently believe that this, we're in a state where third parties are teaming up with Nintendo and right. actually delivering the games that people want to play? Right. Like you got EA on their side. EA is still releasing their games, and you know, as much as I don't play those games particularly, there's still a huge market for them. I went to yeah, the midnight release FIFA. Yeah, with FIFA. I went to the midnight release of Spider-Man and 75% of the people there were for 2K, not for Spider-Man. I was in the small for line. For Switch? For well not for Switch, but just, just in general. Just in general. Yeah. Um so you as much as I don't care for those games, I can't ignore the fact that they make money. There's a market for them. There's and, a very mm, large market. Switch has got them. And Switch mm-hmm. obviously Switch is getting a lot of older games and there are a lot of detractors who'll be like, oh, Switch is getting a bunch of old games. but A lot of Nintendo people who haven't played those games. Well, there's that, but they're also portable. A lot of them are portable for the first time. There will be a time and a day when Capcom announces Resident Evil 4 for Nintendo Switch, and I'm going oh, to yeah. play that game in bed. <laughs> That's awesome. We're on the toilet. We're on the toilet, the most significant place to play a portable game. Until your feet fall asleep, and then you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. So, like, uh, I think if you're not so hot on Switch right now, you need to take a hard look about what's happening. Because there's some, there's some great stuff going on. Nintendo is definitely on the up and up from the Wii U era. And just in general, like, they're winning back some third parties. 
making great partnerships with people like Capcom and EA uh, and Ubisoft, which they're doing games with right now. Like, we're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very, Definitely. very excited for the next few years of uh, Nintendo products. Um, so Take my money. That all said, I'm going to give this direct probably a solid eight, eight and a half. Um, so a B. A B, yeah. I mean, they gave me... <laughs> They gave me Luigi's Mansion 3, which is a game I was hoping would happen. It's coming out on Switch, which is what I was also hoping would happen. They finally let me know that Animal Crossing is on the way. Uh, they announced some Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy games I want to play, including Final Fantasy 7. Um, just a bunch of other stuff that I'm into. Like, if I'm going to dock points, it's because of Nintendo Switch Online. Very. <laughs> like, honestly, like... It That's probably the, deserves it at this point, let's be honest. That's the only part of the direct where I was like, oof, they did not hit If you weren't going to tell us anything new, then you shouldn't have even put it in the direct. Yeah, and like I said before, they made a sequel to that Parental Controls Bowser and Bowser Jr. video using the same animations and same style, and it was mm. all to tell me stuff that made me very unhappy. <laughs> I think that parental controls video just has like a ton of views on it. It's adorable. <laughs> how cute it is. Yeah. It was so good. So it's like nobody needs to know this except parents. But then everybody's watching it because like, oh, you're Bowser and Bowser daddy, Jr. Uh, good Bowser dad. So uh, that's this Nintendo Direct. When's the next, next Nintendo Direct going to happen? Tomorrow. I th- yes. Um, I mean, we've had times where there was just Directs like one or two weeks apart. Um, wasn't there a time where we had like three directs in the span of a month? One was like a full direct. There was an arms direct and then a Splatoon two direct. Uh, Something like that. You're probably right. I want to say the arms, there was an arms Splatoon two direct. That was just like one direct oh, like about those direct? two. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was two well, that's back, a good, back then. That's a good question. What's, what's the next, what's the like, record? <laughs> what's the next game specific direct that we're getting? That's not smash. I was going to say Smash. I think it's just going to be Smash, honestly. Um, I don't think there needs to be a direct for Pokemon Let's Go. I think the where the way they're handling information distribution is great. Just a little bit every week or so. Um, the only games that they could honestly do aren't even coming out this year. And they only do game-specific directs like when they're a month or two out from launch and they right, have some important right. stuff to tell you. So honestly, mm-hmm. I th- like, dis- despite saying, besides Smash, the answer is Smash. As to when I expect that to happen, very late October through the end of November is like the time period where that will happen. Yeah. They have to happen. It has to happen before review copies for Smash come out because people will leak that stuff to the internet. And Sakurai has pretty much come out and said that they're making sure that doesn't happen just by telling us everything. Which is sad that he has to do that, but I understand his reasoning. Like, if Smash comes out and they haven't told us the whole roster... I'm going to find out the roster before I get my hands on the game. That's just a fact. Um, so to get to experience that joy of seeing what the new character is with millions of other people on the internet, that's great. Just keep doing that. Yeah. So that's my anticipation for the future of Nintendo Directs for the next couple months. We might get another major Direct sometime in December through February. Uh, it seems like Directs are coming around like every three or four months now, at least the the general ones. Um because I remember, like, last year, or I guess it's still this year, the beginning of this year, remember how long we waited for that Holiday Direct? 
and we didn't get it until March, right? It was a long time. I think so, yeah. We had a direct yeah. mini, and then everyone got mad because it was direct mini, and eventually we got a regular <laughs> direct, and that was the one that announced Smash Brothers. Yeah, that was the March direct. So it was worth it. Yeah. It was worth it. So we had one in March. We had one in June for E3, obviously. We had one here in September. So, yeah, like every three months or so. So there you go. If we're following trends, which Nintendo seems to do sometimes, that that's all we can go off. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, just a couple things to plug. I said at the beginning of the show, we will be at the Chicago Best Buy Super Smash Brothers event on Saturday. Um, presumably for most of it. I don't know. Like, who really knows, honestly? So We'll find out. You'll see us. We'll be wearing our Break Room Arcade t-shirts so you can point us out. Please come up and say hi if you if you want to. Don't be afraid. We'd love to meet you guys. Uh, if we can, we'll probably be shooting some videos, maybe do some vlog stuff. And if they let us shoot inside the building, we'll get some, some Smash videos up for you guys so you can see, see us play. So just uh, wanted to clue you in on all that. Make sure to join us in our Discord. Link is in the description if you want to keep talking talk about the direct. About Animal Crossing. Talk to Logan about Animal Crossing. Dun, a, dun, dun, dun. It's a fairly active server as of right now. Uh, lots of channels, yeah. lots of people discussing Nintendo and other things. So go in there, uh, subscribe, and like the video if you haven't yet uh, to find out what we're doing next. Uh, we always appreciate it when you guys do that. And if you really like what we do here and want to support us, there's also a link to our Patreon. You can donate as little as a dollar a month, and we'd really appreciate that as well. But if you don't, we still love you. We're just happy you're here. We love talking about games. Love talking about Nintendo. So we're glad that we can do that together with you guys. Uh, thank you for joining us, Crafty. It was nice to have you here. And thank you for the subscription. Um, so we were on break with uh, uh, the Breakdown Podcast last Monday. But we will be back this coming Monday to tell you about all the TVs, movie, games, stuff that we've been doing over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the format is probably going to change a little bit over the next couple of weeks as we get used to the time difference. Uh, so bear with us as we kind of go through this transition period. If you missed the last episode of the Breakdown Podcast, it was a very special episode with the voice actor of Revali in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Sean Chiplock. Mm. Uh, it was absolutely great to have him on the show. He had a lot of great insight for uh, for viewers about his experiences as a Revali and as a voice actor in general. So make sure to check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, it, I think that is one of our finest shows. It was definitely a great experience for me. Oh, yeah. Um, so with all of that in mind, sorry, I had so much to plug. This is what it's like to be a YouTuber, guys. So with all that in mind, we'll see you guys next time. Don't break your backs. Break in the games. But for now, break time's over.